I'm Billy Buttery, and this is Food is Culture, a podcast. As a child, my parents took me on trips to the Caribbean. Only as an adult did I visit other places across the pond. I've spent some time in Ireland and absolutely love it. Mostly I've spent time in Cork, and being by the water, crossing little bridges, and strolling through lush parks is such a treasured memory of mine. Today's guest hails from Dublin, Ireland, and she speaks of Ireland with such love you can't help but want to see Dublin through her eyes. My chat with Chloe Foodie as she goes by is such a fun chat. Chloe is a professional recipe developer, former deli owner, food blogger, comes from a foodie family, and is such a nice lady. In her own words, she encourages you to fall in love with your kitchen, experiment, explore, and enjoy the joys of cooking, and I couldn't agree more. Falling in love with your kitchen is the first step to loving your cooking. We chat about traditional Irish foods, drinks, Christmas celebrations, the whimsy of tucking into a cheese shop, and selecting a few wedges to enjoy on Christmas with family, and a great way to cook for one on the quick. I hope you'll enjoy my chat with Chloe. Salonche! Hi, Chloe. Thank you so much for coming on today. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. So nice to be here. Yeah, with our time change and everything. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so I want to dive right in and um, talk about you. So what would you, how would you describe your cultural background? So I am from Ireland, um, but I have in the recent years kind of traveled and lived in different places so I've been I've lived in New York and Toronto and now more recently I am in Zurich so I've kind of been around a bit but um my main my main heart is in Ireland <laughs> amazing what part of Ireland are you from I'm from Dublin amazing so the um, capital yeah it's fantastic have you ever been um I've been in and out of Dublin I've only spent one night there but I've spent quite a bit of time in Cork which oh, I Cork, love. Yeah, Cork, fab, yeah. The whole west of Ireland is just beautiful. So beautiful. I remember the last flight I took flying out and looking out of the air, airplane window and it was just so green and lush. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to come back here. I know I am. Yeah, you should. It's <laughs> great. So you're in Zurich right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you first move from Ireland? So I, so I have kind of a funny story. Well, not funny, haha, but funny has been like complicated. And um, in that I owned, so I owned a cafe and um, kind of cafe deli um, for seven years. But my now husband, he was working in New York and then he was working in Toronto and then he was working in Zurich. So I was traveling back and forth between all of them. So I was like doing a month here, a month there, a month here, a month there, kind of a bit crazy. And only in January just gone, I left my business and now I'm fully now moved to Zurich. So I'm finally in one place. I'm finally not living out of suitcases, which is like a breath, breath of fresh air. <laughs> oh, for sure. I can imagine. So you're living out of suitcases, yeah. which is, I mean, I was a flight attendant, so I know how that oh, is. Yeah. It's not fun. No, it's really not. And doing a long distance relationship and also trying to run a business by myself. I was yeah. just owned it by myself. So it was very just oh, like wow. really tough. <laughs> and so you say like deli cafe. So what kind of things did you serve? So we were in the financial services center. So uh, a lot of like businesses, quick kind of to go kind of things. So it was very much like, it was kind of like a salad bar and sandwich bar. So you would come and you would get your lunch or your breakfast and then go about today and yeah it was great it was good it was like the seven years was great 
but mm-hmm. I'm definitely finished that chapter. People constantly mm-hmm. always ask me, do you think you're going to open a place in Zurich or do you think you're going to, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> I am <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, and I imagine it's pretty early mornings too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like 6am until, yeah, it was intense. So it was like 6am, but then you finish at like four. So it was mm-hmm. like, but by four, you'd be a zombie <laughs> and sure. your feet would be aching from standing all day. So it's kind of a new adjustment now to like now kind of be on a normal person's schedule and like wake up at normal times. And yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And now you're doing, um, people can book you and you cook in their kitchen. I love yes. that. So I, so I'm a recipe developer is kind of my, what I'm doing at the moment. So I'm developing so at the moment, or I've just finished a project with uh, Drop Kitchen. So Drop is it's a connected app that basically, if you want to cook anything, you can go to this app and it will tell you exactly how to cook it and what appliances you use. And so I just recently finished a um, project with them, which was creating recipes for the Panasonic four-in-one oven. Oh, wow. So it's basically, it's, it's amazing. It's like an oven, a grill, an air fryer, and a microwave. So I was developing recipes for them uh, or for that appliance. And it was really fun. And it was really cool because one of it, so they wanted me to develop five recipes for like all the kind of the different um, things that it does. But 26 of those recipes were just for the microwave. So I was like, okay, like this is, it's such a new challenge, which I loved. Mm -hmm. And I I was, I was even like, so impressed with myself and I know that is like yeah. really you should never self-praise with no praise but oh, I was no. able to come up with these recipes for the microwave that I was like this is delicious and it took me four minutes to make this healthy nutritious delicious meal for one which is something that can be really hard for people especially like m- new moms mm-hmm. or people that are like living by themselves sometimes it can be so hard to just cook for one person it can mm-hmm. be unmotivating mm-hmm. I was creating these delicious like ramens and delicious like um like fish bowls like it was I was eating meatballs in the microwave can you mm. imagine yeah delicious so, I, mean, <laughs> I love yeah. it it's almost so retro like in North America yeah, microwaves yeah. are so popular in like I guess the 70s 60s 70s mm-hmm, yeah. um, because of convenience because there were so many women returning to the workforce and mm-hmm. there wasn't all day to repair this huge elaborate dinner so people turned to microwaves so I love that it's kind of like a return to yeah. you and know it was the same in Ireland they used to be really popular but then they got a kind of bad rep that they're really bad for you and they give radiation and all this stuff. Mm. So I obviously was doing a lot of research about the whole thing. And actually a lot of the time it gets rid of less nutrients than actually cooking because, because it's such a short cooking time. It doesn't get rid of some of the things that like boiling a vegetable might do or in the oven might do. So it's actually really interesting. And I'm definitely since starting that project, a microwave cook converted. Amazing. (laughs) It's great for those days that you're just like, I have no time. I'm tired, I, but I want something delicious. And yeah. yeah. And then when I'm not recipe developing, I'm doing, as you said, I'm doing so um, Zoom cook-alongs. Mm-hmm. So my main audience is in Ireland and Ireland is now on, on their second lockdown. So they're all at home, you know, they can't see their friends. So I wanted a way to like bring people together and like always the best way to bring people together is food so Mm -hmm. I decided to do this zoom cook along where basically like from your home you and a group of friends will like log on and we'll cook a meal from start to finish together and like literally from when I say start to finish it's literally like the chopping the onions so like to to the very end place and very serving it 
And then what I do once the meal is over, I leave the Zoom, but they continue on chatting and enjoying the meal together. And it's just like a nice way to kind of hang out. And like, I don't know if if Zoom quizzes were popular in lockdown for you guys, but Mm -hmm. in Ireland, it was like a Zoom quiz every other weekend that it was like, Mm -hmm. no more quizzes. (laughs) We need something else. (laughs) I love that. That's fantastic. I love the bringing together people and trying recipes they wouldn't necessarily try. That's fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. So let's go back to Ireland. So you're a kid in Ireland. What is Mm -hmm. your first memory of food? My first memory of food is probably my dad. So my, my, my whole family were all like really into food. And actually it's like, I'm very lucky in that fact that any sort of holiday trips we take together, the food's always incredible. (laughs) We also have a streak of competitiveness. So we also like make meals and then we decide who wins, (laughs) (laughs) which is like a good thing because everybody brings, yeah, everybody (laughs) brings their A game, but it's also like, can be a bit stressful. So my first memory would be, yeah, so my dad, what my dad used to do is he used to do things like he would want me to see if I could guess the difference between a green grape and a red grape. So what he would do is we would like put a blindfold on and then we would try a green grape and a red grape and we try and guess which is which. And same with like red cheddar cheese or white cheddar cheese, like things that are like so hard to tell the difference. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's just, that's really kind of what started my kind of like love of food and my really kind of curiosity about food and it taught me so much about my palate and everything starting at such a young age um and it's yeah it's and something I still do with my friends like I'll be like now try this and try this now which is which <laughs> I love that I'm gonna do that with my yeah. son tonight that's yeah, so fun can you tell the difference between green pepper and a red pepper <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah and it's just it's just fun and it also yeah. gets people trying foods that they might be a little bit afraid of trying or mm-hmm. like not used to trying so you can be like yeah it's great it's fun I love that. That is so fun. Okay. So your father was sort of like the food teacher as a kid. Yes. Yes. And um, so actually funnily enough though, my mom is the one that had the food business. And um, so she had the food business, but my dad was the one that was way more kind of like uh, experimental with food. So he was the one that gave me the kind of uh, like that kind of experimenting with different flavors and putting like sweet and savory together and putting things together that other people might not think of. Whereas my mom really showed me the business side of food and like opening your own business and seeing what it's like and what you need to create a food business. Well, and I'm sure those skills now come in so handy when you're actually recipe developing, you kind of need to have that out of the box. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, So what was your favorite dish as a child? Oh gosh, I... I ate weird things as a child. <laughs> um, I love from Ireland. I love potatoes, and mm-hmm. one thing I absolutely adored was literally just mashed potato with so much cheese. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was like one of my favorite things. And yeah, I haven't had in a long time. I should probably bring it back. <laughs> but it was yeah. I would eat that breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But um, but really, I. I would like I'd eat like I still do I eat everything and anything I was never a fussy eater and mm-hmm. um, so really I wouldn't say I had one particular favorite but that mm-hmm. was definitely high up there <laughs> that's I mean I, the only kid I know that does like mashed potatoes is my son I think any other <laughs> kid loves potatoes yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. mashed potatoes too so he just won't and I'm like you know they're french fries right you know it's the same yeah. it's the same <laughs> thing it's french fry but he, he won't do it but yeah so mashed potatoes out with lots of cheese sounds delicious Mm. so you haven't been home in a while but have you no, seen your family no. recently well before um, so so last time I saw them 
Well, some of them have been here in the summertime. They came to visit. But last time I was in Ireland and last time I saw my dad and my brothers, that was in January. So it's been like a while for me. Maybe other people that isn't mm-hmm. a while for, but this is like the longest I've ever gone without being home. Mm-hmm. My flights keep on getting cancelled because of this, you know, this yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah. that's happening. Um, but hopefully I'm hoping to get home in um, December, please, like hopefully because just like there's a lot of food things I miss from Ireland mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like and like obviously I miss my family but there's a lot of food things <laughs> <laughs> well that was gonna be my question what are you oh. craving when you go home so it's like it's funny because when I'm there I don't crave them but when I'm here I'm like oh my god I would just love a chipper like fish and chips mm-hmm. from the chipper in Ireland is like nothing else <laughs> in this world they we just know how to do it right and there's something like so nice about going for a hike on like a cold autumn day and then going to the chipper getting a bag of chips with like loads of salt and vinegar and some uh, like some fish battered with loads of salt and vinegar again and then you sit by the sea and you're really cold but the hot chips are warming you mm-hmm. to the inside and it's like when you open the bag and the steam you can oh. just like it's just something that you can't get any like you can't replace the whole package anywhere else and mm-hmm. like yeah that's I keep I'm like the more my flights get cancelled the more I'm craving this like feeling this wholesome feeling mm-hmm. and then there's other things like we have the best butter in the world which mm-hmm. is Kerrygold which you can actually get in a lot of places like all over the world but you can't get it in Zurich and it oh. is devastating <laughs> and it's yeah and that's and um, so all the butter here is unsalted and Kerrygold Irish Kerrygold is usually salted and I miss it I miss it so much that I almost forget the taste of it (laughs) um yeah it's um it's the simple things that I miss Mm -hmm. like those kind of things and like Irish sausages and Irish bacon which we call rashers it's yeah those kind of things (laughs) well I'm sold I'm I'm starving and I'm ready to book a flight too (laughs) yes you should (laughs) Um, so when you're celebrating for birthdays, so you have your competition, but what sort of food do you sort of celebrate? Like, okay, these dishes or this tradition is just for celebrations. So God, that's a really hard one because I'm very much like, it depends on my mood, what I like. So Mm -hmm. like, so it depends, like no matter what I'm celebrating, I also celebrate the small things in life. I like, I never like... I don't save a meal for like a certain thing. I will celebrate because it's Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will celebrate because it's Monday, you know, but if I, if I'm having like a group of friends and I want to kind of like enjoy everybody's company, I always love to do some sort of sharing place because I think that sharing food with people really brings people together. And it's just so nice to like celebrate friendship and life with people with food. And it's mm-hmm. just a really nice interactive way and that's kind of like my favorite celebrate celebrate <laughs> I can't even say the word but you know what I'm saying great yes uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but no but actually I must say what I really love okay I'm um, now it's come back to me is either and they have to be from Ireland this is another thing I miss from Ireland the crab crab claws from Ireland from Kerry to be exact from the west Mm-hmm. And I like crab claws in really loads of garlicky, lemony butter with mm-hmm. homemade chips. My mum mm-hmm. makes it and a bottle of champagne. And then I am in absolute heaven. That <laughs> I mean, sounds there's nothing, wonderful. Yeah, there's, and then you dip your chips into the garlicky butter. There's nothing mm-hmm. that can ruin my day. When I have that. Oh my goodness. 
So you make, so your mom makes chips at home? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Without a deep fry, I'm, I'm guessing. No, yeah, no, we don't. We, we, we never had a deep fry fryer in our house. So yeah, no, all. Just in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to give them the recipe. Yeah, but, yeah. Or she sometimes does it in a wok actually with oh. oil. So it's kind of like a deep fry. Yeah. But kind of changes it up always. <laughs> well, that sounds so delicious. Um, what was your favorite holiday growing up? Ooh, oh, Christmas for sure. Because again, it's all about the food <laughs> and um, we talk for like weeks coming up to it about the food and like what we're going to have and all the sides and obviously because I come from such a food family like there's I've I have two sisters and I have two brothers and we and obviously my mom and my dad, my dad and we all just love food so it's just such a like celebration and all we do is talk about the food <laughs> it's just so nice and then we always get like I have a big cheese plate after and we it's a big like ordeal like going to get the cheese and we have this amazing shop in Ireland called Sheridan's and it's like this tiny little cheese mongers and it's just so delicious oh amazing and going into that shop and getting the waft of cheese and just mm-hmm. like you know it's Christmas when you go there to pick all your cheese yeah oh that's awesome. amazing oh I love that that's so sweet. Would you say that um, there's something very like traditional Irish that's sacred to Christmas or something that you think maybe Irish people do a little bit different at Christmas? Um, see, I don't actually know because I don't know if what you guys do, but mm-hmm. um, we always have like, we always have loads of desserts, but um, the Christmas pudding, which we light on fire. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. light it on fire. So, I mean, I always thought that that was like an Irish thing, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I don't know if we have anything that's like particular. I bet you know, if you Irish who are listening to this, they'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> There's this obvious thing well, that you're I mean, not thinking of. Well, and two, I mean, but, if you haven't really spent many Christmases um, anywhere else, then... I've never spent a Christmas anywhere else. I always go home for my for my Christmas dinner. <laughs> well, I mean, that just sounds wonderful. And I love the whole tradition of the cheese shop. That's so fantastic. Because yeah. really, I think to kids, that's, you know, what stands out in their memory is the oh, activities around Christmas, right? Yeah. Um, what would you say is, well, I guess for Ireland, the drink would be scotch. Yeah, whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, so um, that's like kind of whiskey and Guinness. Guinness is like... I mean, my husband especially loves Guinness and that's something he really misses from home. He's like, I just want a pint of Guinness because (laughs) Guinness is just not the same anywhere else in the world. And like, that's what he craves. Um, And then obviously our whiskeys are great. And, Mm -hmm. but like, I mean, and I see, and non-alcoholic drinks, we make the best tea. So Mm -hmm. I always bring like box loads of tea bags with me here. (laughs) Um, So I will always have a cup of Barry's tea in the morning every single day. And if it's it's without fail, Mm -hmm. and it has to be Barry's. And if I don't have Barry's, I won't have anything else. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, Okay, so I want to talk about Ireland. And so what would you say is a staple carb? Potatoes, I guess. Potatoes, for sure. Potatoes. I mean, there's no other question now. Potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) And we do them in all different kind of ways. So, And everybody in Ireland will claim that their dad makes the best roast potatoes. But I'm telling you, my dad makes the best roast potatoes. (laughs) I love that. And and now I'm going to have to have mashed mashed potatoes and cheese for dinner because that's all I've been thinking about. (laughs) Um, What would you say is a preserved meat in Ireland? Oh, gosh, that's really hard. do you guys have many salamis or? We, we, we do, but so goobin chorizo, which is chorizo that's made in Ireland, is delicious. It's so good. Um, 
but I don't think we have any like Irish. I bet you we do, but I just can't think of one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say there's a traditional stew or curry that's oh, sort yeah. of? Yeah, so yeah, for sure. We have Irish stew, which is basically slow cooked, delicious with potatoes and carrots and beef and just like it's divine. And then, yeah, just stew. <laughs> Any sort of stew is like huge, but cannot tell anyone, even though I'm telling you and everybody that's mm-hmm. listening, I'm not a massive fan of Irish stew. No. And my family <laughs> get really upset about it because they love Irish stew. And I just don't know. I'm just, I know maybe I need to try it again. I haven't had it in years. You know, when like mm-hmm. you're young and you're like made this thing all the time and you're, mm-hmm. you, you make yourself believe that you don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then you have it years later and you're like, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, I you should it. try I, making it. Yeah, I think I need to go, but I think I need to, I need to call my dad because he's again the stew man and be like, okay, talk me through it. I'm, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready to be converted. Yeah. For sure. I think that that happens, um, especially when you become a cook or a chef as you get older, you remix things from your childhood. And you're like, oh, actually, this is pretty good. But it's like wine. Remember when you first mm. tried wine when you're like young and you're like, this tastes like vinegar. Yeah. And now you taste wine and you're like, this is divine. And it's like <laughs> chocolatey and leathery and divine. You're mm-hmm. like, how did I ever not like this? I feel the so same way about cilantro too. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah, just so gross. I feel like I might have had cilantro and red wine on the same weekend when I was like 12. And I was like, oh, being an adult is so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, I do not want to grow. I know, yeah. Um, would you say is like a very traditional Irish dessert? Okay, let me think. Well, we're definitely like apple pie. Apple crumble, not apple pie. Apple crumble is very kind of like Irish. And like, I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm letting the side down. <laughs> all I can think of is like all these American desserts and all these other desserts that have like come over to us. But um, and Christmas not, pudding. Christmas think, pudding. And then there's, there's summer pudding as well. But I don't know if that's traditionally Irish. Again, it's something that my dad makes, which is like, it's like bread on the outside and then all these berries on the inside and it's delicious. And mm. um, no, I can't. I mean, I bet you when we hang up, I'm going to be like, is this, 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 this? <laughs> no, That's, um, yeah, no. It might come back to me, but for now, no. <laughs> um, because you grew up in such a culinary family, do you remember the first time you went over to eat at someone else's house and you're like, oh, not everyone eats like us? <laughs> oh, gosh. I definitely had those experiences, but I don't know if I remember the first one. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, like, remember going to, like, friends' houses and being like, oh, this is shit for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then people would come to my house. My, I remember my friends would come to my house and they would, like, absolutely love coming to my house because there would just always be food in the house and there would always be food on the table no matter what. Like, I... My friend, especially Caroline, would love, like, she's my best friend. She used to come over to my house all the time and absolutely just love coming over because my mom would just feed her. No matter what time of the day it is, <laughs> no matter, like, you know, always. Like, even we, when I was younger, we used to go out on nights out. My mom would leave food. Like, we would come home late, like, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. And always you could guarantee that there was food on the table left for us to, like, soak it. Amazing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we would, yeah, it was, it was a good house to be in. 
Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, I wish we were friends when we were young. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. <laughs> um, so, and then you, we already kind of talked about your favorite snack, which is mm-hmm. seaside fish and chips, uh, yeah. ocean air. It just sounds so wonderful. Okay. So wonderful. So would you say like in an elementary school that was kind of like, okay, we're going to go out for lunch. Um, that's where we're going to hit up is the chip shop. Uh, well, no, well, no, the chip shop was very much like a treat. You would have okay. it like on like a, you would have it like on like a Friday or like after like or like celebrate the weekend or something. It was definitely well, definitely not in my household anyway. It was not like a thing that would happen like all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what another reason why I love it so much because it's a really it's really like associated with like really like nice times and like it's not all it's not like always for me. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. And um, for like like again I because there was always food in my house and I lived so close to school and like I would just always go home and just mm-hmm. eat at home and like I would always like eat some cheese for like if I, I snack some cheese some nuts some fruit you know like it was always it was never like I very rarely just went out to the shop to get a snack from the shop and mm-hmm. um, obviously growing up and then earning my own money I definitely spent a lot of money on food <laughs> but um but yeah, no, it's definitely, my memories would be more just eating at home. Mm-hmm. Are your, and your sibling chefs? Uh, they're not chefs, but they could all be chefs. They're mm-hmm. all like incredible, like really good cooks. And it's all, it's really interesting because we're all good at different things, which just makes it really handy as well, mm-hmm. because we've got the full package. Like my sister's really good at the baking. My two brothers are really good at like meats and stews. And then like, I'm very good at like the, like, salads and the sides and all that kind of thing so it's like always a good mix mm-hmm. amazing well we sort of already talked about the projects you're working on but is there anything else you want to add to that um so what I'm really hoping to do like my main goal in in this foodie journey of mine is to write a cookbook and mm-hmm. um, so I have a lot of my recipes already on uh, my website but I'm like wanting to put them all together and like just have a physical book like that is like my ultimate dream and mm-hmm. um, and I'm hoping I'm gonna get there soon <laughs> yes 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 well and I love hearing these stories too like I hope you include some memories of why these recipes you know oh, sort of yeah. bring up for you that's fantastic I love that yeah um okay so we're gonna do some rapid fire fun questions okay. just for fun take a sip of water get ready for this. okay <laughs> they're kind yeah, of food related ready. but just kind of well, just fun um okay water or land oh oh water <laughs> sand or grass sand apple or orange Ooh, depends on the season probably orange okay pineapple or coconut Ooh, coconut <laughs> coke or pepsi oh coke uh sun or moon Sun. Sun. Okay. And this is sort of just a little fun game I've been asking guests to do. Can you describe your personality with a food? Oh my gosh. Okay. My personality with a food. Give me a second to think about this. Oh my gosh. This is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably pickled onions. I'm probably saying this because I make this all. I make pickled onions all the time, so I go on everything. <laughs> I go with everything. Is that I'm very easygoing and I go with everything. But also, not everybody loves me, but everybody should love me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And if people love you, then they really love you because then they'll yeah, put pickled onions in everything. 
Yeah, pickled onions, backwards on dinner. I love that. Okay, so share your website and your social handles for everybody. Yes, absolutely. First of all, let me share how to make a pickled onion. Yes. Because it's so easy. All you, so a lot of the time when you look up how to make a pickled onion, you're going to look up and see that there's all these steps and you got to boil those stuff and you got to put sugar with it. Well, that's not, that's not my kind of pickled onion. That's not who I am. Okay. (laughs) All you got to do is slice up um, a red onion, pop it into a jar with a lid. You're going to squeeze one full lime juice over it, Mm. put a generous pinch of salt, and then you're just going to shake it. And you're going to leave it on the counter for like about an hour. And then you can just pop it in the fridge and you can leave it for three weeks and it's going to be delicious. And you just put it on everything. That sounds so delicious. And and they also turn like a gorgeous pink and they just make every food item look gorgeous. Just Insta-worthy. I love that. Everybody. (laughs) Well, I'm definitely one of those, when I pickle vegetables and they go, okay, get the big bowl out with the salt and the water and the sugar and the vinegar and it has to sit overnight. Absolutely. And like the only time you really need to do that for like for like the onions that way is if you're making a massive batch that you want to last you for like a very long time. Whereas this is like, it's so quick to make that I just keep on making it. And it doesn't even, it usually is gone within a week because I eat them so much. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great one to have. Well, I literally have all those things in my fridge right now. So Good. I am going to do that today. Yes, do, do. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so your website for everybody. So my website is www.chloefoodie.com and then my Instagram is just chloefoodie underscore and I think that's it. Amazing. Well, Chloe, I've had so much fun today. I've loved hearing about all your childhood memories and just definitely have, um, I wish we could travel back in time and just be best friends so I could eat at your house every single day. (laughs) (laughs) But now you you can come over here and I'll feed you. (laughs) Fantastic. Is that a promise? As soon as the flight restrictions are lifted, I am booking <laughs> You're more than welcome. Okay, well, thank you so much, Chloe. Thank you so much. Listening back to this chat, I couldn't help but smile. Chloe truly loves food and loves sharing her love for it. Chloe told us a wonderful story of Christmas time with her family in Dublin. When we recorded this episode, her flight home had been canceled a couple times. I'm happy to report that at the time of releasing this episode, she made it home for Christmas and is currently quarantining. Whenever I came across her Instagram stories leading up to her flight, I sent a little wish that she would make it home. I know not everyone has been so lucky this year, but I hope wherever and however you're celebrating, you have joined your heart in a full belly. There will be an episode or two next week, so if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. And don't forget to like and rate this episode if you enjoyed it. Cheers.